Welcome to episode number two of the Gratitude and Grit podcast, hosted by Nick Prohaska and Brad Hokinson. On this episode, we're going to break down what it means to get fit in order to stay active. We created this podcast for you to talk about real things with real people that everyone can relate to. Our goal with this show is to galvanize our community and provide you with the tools necessary to create a better you through gratitude and grit. So plug in, sit back, and enjoy the show. So in the last episode, which was episode number one of the Gratitude and Grit podcast, we talked about the history of KCI CrossFit. Uh, And during that conversation, you said something that was very, very profound that has made me think a lot about over the last week as we were preparing to work on episode number two. Uh, And that was, you made the comment that you wanted to get fit to stay active. Right. And so why don't you take a minute to outline what you kind of meant about getting fit to stay active? Sure. Take that back to growing up in, in our younger years, whether it's the sports that I played in in school, uh, the, the team sports, but then getting into the individual sports that I like, the, the wakeboarding and then surfing into my 20s and realizing that my my activity level was was something that I identified with, right? You know, we all can think back and it's like, oh well, I was a I was a football player. Oh, I played volleyball or whatever that. And we and we still, you know, in our thirties and forties, can identify. Oh, I used to be that. Well, so the, my identity was built on, and, and still is, my capacity to be active. So I wanted to, or I realized that I wanted to get fit so that I could be active. Um, You know, going to the gym was just kind of a a thing that I did because I didn't know why I was doing it. But when I really started to mature a little bit and understand the, like, why am I going to the gym? And this is really why I turned the page from the traditional gym model to CrossFit. Like the traditional gym model didn't help me stay active. You know, sitting on the machines to me wasn't active the hamster wheel of a, of a treadmill or the elliptical, what wasn't active, like that didn't translate to things that I wanted to do. So, so for me, I, I, I started to mature in my framework and understanding of like, what what is life going to look like next year, five years and 10 years, and then say, Oh, well, okay. My, my fitness routine should reflect the lifestyle, the activity style that I want to live. So you want to get fit to stay active would that be to give you the endurance that you need? So if you're surfing yeah, or if you're wakeboarding, sure, you want to do that for multiple hours. Yeah. Right? You don't want to do it for 20 minutes. Sure. So you need some version of fitness yes. in order to have that endurance. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So endurance is a big thing, right? If we're, you know, we can talk surfing and wakeboarding and I don't know how many people listening to this have done either or both of those, but yeah, the, the endurance. So the, the cardiorespiratory capacity to do the activity, um, but a lot more goes into that. The strength through the arms, you know, surfing requires paddling, wakeboarding, you got to hold on to the rope. So there's some upper body strength in there, uh, but also the balance and coordination that are required to do those sports. And I want to call them lifestyle sports, right? You know, football isn't necessarily a lifestyle f- sport. You know, you and I aren't going to go throw a helmet on and go knock around play football, you right. know, but we definitely could, you know, if we were near a beach, we could go surfing for sure. Just right now. So, yep. 
Okay. So in preparing for this podcast, um, I developed a list of five things that I think are very valuable to our community um, that I would like to present to you and get you to comment on. So item number one would be is pick your why. Why are you getting fit to stay active? Yeah, and I've, I've already highlighted a little bit for myself, but but the root of that is is really understanding why is your health and why is fitness important to you today? Um, what is it either allowing you to do or hindering you from doing? And then what does that look like into the future? Uh, and, and understanding that then creates your why. So for me, it was get fit to stay active. And I'm defining that as I'm, I'm active right now. Uh, I want to be active and be able to do certain things in five years. And, you know, God willing, if, if I'm 70, 80 and 90 years old, I still want to be active. So, so for me that, that kind of is my why, but, um, you know, there's a lot of different facets you can go down with, you know, I, don't have any children right now, but I imagine you as a parent, you, your activity level, you want to be active with your kids and that, that plays into your, your why, right? Yeah. We want to be active when we're 50, 55, 60, yeah. you know, and into the future of that. So, you know, I think when we're talking about getting fit again, it's not being ripped. It's no. not being shredded. Uh, we need to have a level of fitness there that will allow us to wake up at 7 a.m. and go all day long, right? So yeah. whether you're playing with your grandkids or whether you're going to go play pickleball with your neighbors, we want to be able to go all day long. We want to be mobile. Totally. That's the other aspect of it is we need to work with our, our joints and our muscles in order to be active in those uh, environments. Yeah. And then the other thing would be is that we want to be able to play those activities when we're 55, 60, 65. Yeah. You know, no one wants to retire from the workforce and then sit around all day. Not at all. instant death, right? Exactly. So we need to have the body or the vehicle yeah. in order to go play pickleball, play golf, go surfing, yes. walk on a beach for what a it, long period of time. Yeah. Well, and I think that the concept that you're, that we're getting at and that, that you understand and that, that obviously I do too, is that we lose capacity to do activity over time, right? And that's just a fact. I'm not saying that we're at our peak capacity right now of activity level, but, but we know at some point that capacity goes down. Therefore, if we don't fight against that, or if we don't actively train that endurance, the stamina, the strength, the balance, the mobility, like you said, we'll, we're going to lose it. It's, it's going to happen at some point. So we, we must then exercise, right? Like we have to have a fitness routine that, that allows us to, to maintain those things, not only maintain, but strive to improve those things. Assuming that we're not perfect right now, we've got to strive to improve them. Otherwise we're going to lose them. So, so we definitely want to challenge our community to think about that, um, think about what their why would be. Imagine themselves when they're 70 years old, they're quit working. What are they going to do all day? Yeah, and exactly. So that is truly the why. Yeah. And we hope that they can create a picture um, of them doing something when they're 70 years old and then realize, well, in order to hit that, I need to be active today. What, today. what do I need to do today so that I can do that in the future? Yep. I think that's a great exercise, literally. Just, yeah, what do you want to do? 
when you're 70 or when you're 80, you, you know. There and, you if, go. and if you don't know, figure it out. Th- think of something, right? <laughs> we'll, we'll put it on the whiteboard. There it is. <laughs> so that's a good segue into item number two. We need to have a fitness plan in order to get fit to stay active. So what does that mean to you? Well, yeah, you, you can't just go about it haphazardly. It can't be just random, right? We, for us, that plan is CrossFit. Um, but I, it, it really could be anything. But the, the idea is that you've got to understand how do you go from point A, assuming point A is today, and then point B, which is this arbitrary time in the future. And that point can be, it can be moving, but if it's going to be 70 years old, how do we get there? And there's, there's just has to be a plan. Uh, and, and that, it seems intimidating, right? If, if I gave you a blank piece of paper and say, well, give me your plan, you know, what are you going to do? What's it going to take for you to get from here to there in the next 40, 30, 40 years? You'd be like, well, shoot, man, I don't know. Um, so I, I think a big component of having that plan is you got to have somebody doing it with you, someone close in your life that also has the same values, you know, fitness or act activity level values that, that can be on this, you know, call it a fitness plan with you. Um, and they need some input, I think, you know, and that's a big draw for CrossFit is, is that the coaches care about you and we can say, Hey, we, here's what you specifically might need to work on for you to achieve those targets in the future. Your body's different than a 39 year old female or a, or a 60 year old male, right? So you have your own specific, uh, limitations, strengths and, and capabilities. So having a plan is, I, I really don't know if anybody can just sit down and think of it on their own. I don't think we're equipped to do that unless you're a fitness professional or a health professional and you say, yeah, I, I make plans for a living. Yeah, I, th- I think the eye-opening moment in this conversation is you need to work out. So pick your today's age, right? So yeah. I'm 39 and if I'm going to work, if I'm going to work until I'm 70 and then, you know, be retired or whatever, uh, I need to work out for the next 30 years. Yep. Right. So doing CrossFit for two more years and then quitting, I'm not going to have that, uh, fitness in the bank that's going to yeah, then carry it no. along for. So I think what's eye opening for our community is, is you, we have to do something for the next 30, 40, 50 years, yes. whatever, whatever your milestone date is and sitting around doing nothing is not an option. So exactly. Our vehicle is CrossFit. Yep. Uh, we believe in that. We believe it provides us the community, as you mentioned, to mm-hmm. do that. It provides us the constantly varied activities, so it's not boring. Right. But if it's not CrossFit, then it needs to be something else. And so we need to challenge our community members to think through that a little bit and, sure. and realize that fitness is going to be part of your future regardless. We've all committed to fitness today. Yes. And so we need to make sure that we have the mind shift going on, that we are sticking with fitness until you know, the future, the, and fu- we can, the and future, we, right? Yeah. And we could be still working out when we're 70, as you have members of the gym yeah. that are working out right now that are, you know, North of 70, 74. And then I have another one that's 84. Yeah. Yeah. So it continues on, but again, it's not doing nothing. Doing nothing right. is not an option. It's a bit, that's a big point. Yeah. Come to coming to the realization that we all have short-term fitness goals, whether that's weight loss, strength gain. I got to hit a PR on this lift, all of these. Those are very short-term goals. But the, what is the long-term goal and understanding, yeah, I I need 
a fitness plan, <laughs> I'll dare say until the end, right? Right. You know, fit, fitness is, there is no other option in my, in my book, you know, so that, that's a heavy realization to have, but, but it's a hundred percent the truth. And then along with the fitness plan, then we need to think about frequency, um, a little bit. Cause I think those two kind of go hand in hand. So yes, you could join KCI CrossFit, but if you only work out one day a week, right. That's not going to build, um, build the stamina that you're looking for. So describe a little bit of a freak frequency that you think that we need to strive for in yeah. order to maintain our fitness. I, th- I think at the starting point, um, many people, and I make this recommendation a lot to people, it's that you, you got to carve out three days a week. And th- that's like bare minimum. If that's CrossFit, obviously we know that that's going to be an hour for three days a week. But if it's, if it's running, biking, yoga, Pilates, whatever, you know, I think you've got to start there. Uh, if, if you're looking at your schedule and saying, well, I'm only, I'm too busy. I'm only going to work out one day a week. I think you're, you're missing the boat maybe a little bit and there's, there's more to be had. So once you can establish the habit and the discipline of, all right, I'm going to the gym or I'm going running, biking, hiking, swimming, whatever the thing is, right? Whatever those, that fitness is for you, it needs to move into the, the four five, six days a week. And I, and I think you and I could dare say, take it at seven days a week, knowing that in CrossFit, if we're talking to a CrossFit community, we're not going to do seven CrossFit workouts in a week. It's just too much. Our body needs to recover. So for us, that fitness plan at seven days a week includes, you know, maybe I'm doing four or five CrossFit workouts a week, but maybe one day I'm going for a long run because it's nice outside. Or maybe I'm going to do yoga with the kids at the house and for 30 minutes and we're going to have a blast and do it. And that's my active fitness for the day. So uh, it, it's bold, but, but man, I, I would say if you're looking to, to get into a fitness lifestyle or, or put that active, you know, getting fit to stay active into your life, I think there should be some sort of fitness seven days a week. I yeah. think you can think of it like that. Yep. And I think it's, uh, you know, that's a little bit of the fun part, but you know, KCI CrossFit offers classes seven days a week. Now Yeah. we have the ability to do that. Um, but even if you're planning on hitting the 5.15 p.m. and you come, you know, 15 minutes late, but you can't stay to the 6.15, mm-hmm. then go for a quick run. Sure. Do 20 minutes of yoga. Go for a bike ride. Totally. You got to do something to... Something. Something to keep yeah. your heart Yeah, well, that could be a whole other discussion about, yep. yeah, what what can you do, right, if you can't make it to a class. So, yeah, that file that away. Yep. Okay. So, item number three in our list to... Uh, get fit to stay active is we got to eat better. Yeah. And so we're not going to talk, we're not going to dive down into the nutrition rabbit hole. In this you don't want to talk keto, no keto talk, <laughs> no keto talk. Okay. <laughs> um, we're not going to dive down into nutrition on this podcast. We'll save that for a future one, but we recognize that if we're going to be working out, then the other side of that coin is nutrition. Yeah. So we can't eat a bunch of crap and then do CrossFit seven days a week. That's not going to work. So it won't work. No, I'll dare say your your what you eat is more important than doing CrossFit, right? If if you're eating McDonald's seven days a week and you think that seven days a week of CrossFit is going to counteract that or balance that out, you you know, you'll learn quickly enough that that's not the recipe for success. So yeah, we need to eat better, right? And yeah, if we're not talking specifics uh on 
what to eat and when to eat it and how much of it and all that jazz. You know, what's the question then is what's the low hanging fruit? And then just, just take care of that. I, I truly believe that the majority of our community, the majority of this population, we know the things that we can change with our eating habits that will have a pretty big improvement, right? And th- those we'd call the low-hanging fruit, things that are easy to address, things that are easy to look at and, and make changes on, right? And, and they're, they're usually vices, honestly. If it's the things that you go to when you want to feel good or feel comfortable or reward yourself for you want some examples, that's the ice cream and that's the the pizza and that's the alcohol. And I hope nobody listened to the smoke cigarettes, but that's the cigarettes. If you're smoking cigarettes, stop it. But uh, it's or vaping or vaping. Stop doing that. Right. In the, you're in the car vaping. Don't. Um, so I, so the low hanging fruit, you know, usually those are the things that you don't want to talk about and like, Oh, well I, I only had a donut. Well, no man, you, you, I think you just ate six donuts, right? Like eat better make conscious decisions on, on doing that and, and see where it takes you. Right. And just see how much improvement you can have by just some of those things. And that's hard. And as a parent of two who plays baseball and does dance and plays basketball, uh, and my daughter cheers as well, we are constantly on the go. Yeah. And so if we, we make it a tradition, it seems like, to kick our day off by running a quick trip, getting some to drink. We fill the kids' water bottles, um, but then we start grabbing the donut. Right. We grab the soda. Uh, we grab the candy bar sure. or whatever. And I think that's what we're trying to communicate is when we say eat better, it's not paleo or keto. Sure. We just need to stop those those low-hanging fruit items as far yeah. as the quick trip runs or we're in between soccer games and we're going to go to McDonald's or whatever. Yeah. So I think we constantly think that we need to be eating at 7 a.m., 12 o'clock, and 5 o'clock or 6 o'clock, whatever sure. that would be. Yep. And so if we if we get done with the baseball game at 10.30 a.m., then we're like, all right, let's go eat. Yeah. But if you're going to go eat crap, then you're better off just not eating. You're better off not eating, yeah. Or bringing a protein bar or bringing something. Something. You know, fruit or whatever to try and eat a little bit better. Bring an extra big bottle of water and just down a big bottle of water and your perceived hunger, it's per, it's perceived, it's really probably not hunger. Yeah. Drink 30 ounces of water and talk to me about being hungry. You're not going to feel hungry. So yeah. Right. Absolutely. Yep. And I think a lot of us we eat out of boredom and so all of us who have spent countless hours at a sports field of some sorts, we know that we get bored, you know. So if I'm going to go sit at my son's baseball game for two hours, I'm going to go get sunflower seeds. I'm going to get gum. I'm going to get other things that I need to do during that two hours. Of course. Because it's it's boredom. It's going to be boredom. Well, and we do the same thing sitting at home watching Netflix when we're, when we're done with dinner and we were sit, we sit there and we got our phone in one hand and we're like, well, I'm still bored. I'm watching Netflix. I'm scrolling through Instagram and, oh, I need that ice cream in my other hand because I'm bored still. Right. So it's, I, I think the awareness of that and, and just knowing that, man, that that's really not serving you well. Yeah. Eating out of boredom and then eating when you think you should eat, you know? Yeah. Which is, that's gotta, it's tough, but it, but it's gotta be done, you know? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's a good transition. And so as you, as our community, you think about these items 
feel free to email those to us at uh, podcast at kcicrossfit.com. We would love to know what are some of your low-hanging fruits uh, that you're going to eliminate to help you on this journey. Definitely. So uh, number one was pick your why. Number two was to have a fitness plan. Number three was to eat better. And then wrote down number four as practice discipline. So we touched a little bit on that one. Uh, on the last one, as far as obviously eating better and that type of stuff. But um, what would your general comment be as far as uh, discipline? Anything come to mind there? Sure. Uh, I like the way that you framed it uh, as practicing discipline. Uh, when you don't have discipline or when you don't feel like you're disciplined in some area, it seems unattainable um, just because it, it, it's hard and you don't know, you don't have the plan how to go from that point A to point B of, well, I'm not disciplined in my eating habits. How do I become uh, realizing that it's a practice and it takes time. Um, and that's, that's really, I think the, the key to it is understanding that you're going to make micro steps in a positive direction or a negative direction. And as long as you're making more positive micro steps, you're practicing the discipline as opposed to allowing those negative steps to, to drag you in an opposite direction. So, yeah. And that definitely goes with, we were talked about the frequency with the fitness, fitness plan, you know, discipline comes into that place. So if you're going to go from three days to four days to five days, then right. we need to work on that as well. Exactly. Yep. So the other fun thing that we're doing right now is reading the book, uh, discipline equals freedom, the field manual by Jocko Willink. Yeah. So, for those in the community that have found Jocko and his podcast, um, I'm actually looking at his book right now, and there's a page two and three talks about the way of discipline. And so I'm actually going to read a little bit from the book uh, because he says it very well. And he says that people look for a shortcut, the hack. And if you came here looking for that, you won't find it. The shortcut is a lie. The hack doesn't get you there. And if you want to take the easy road, it won't take you anywhere where you want to be. Stronger, smarter, faster, healthier, better equals free. To reach these goals and overcome obstacles and to become the best version of you possible will not happen by itself. It will not happen cutting corners, taking shortcuts, or looking for the easy way. There is no easy way. There is only hard work, late nights, early mornings, practice, rehearsal, repetition, study, sweat, blood, toil, frustration, and discipline. There must be discipline. Discipline is the root of all good qualities, the driver of daily execution, the core principle that overcomes laziness and excuses. Discipline defeats the infinite excuses that say, not today, not now, I need a rest, I will do it tomorrow. What's the hack? How do you become stronger, faster, smarter, healthier? How do you become better? And how do you achieve true freedom? There is only one way, and that's the way of the discipline. So there's a lot there. Yeah, that's um, powerful. But I think that Jocko, if anybody that, again, knows Jocko or follows it, he's all about discipline, and discipline equals freedom. And I think that's, it's not the last item on the bullet list, but it's definitely probably one of the hardest. Uh, but I think once you practice discipline and once you're able to achieve some level of discipline then that builds on itself just like fitness does yeah and so if you can make the small wins by avoiding the quit trip run on tuesday and then yes. on wednesday 
then eventually you're going to start making your strides on Thursday, Friday, and you Saturday. You build that momentum and it, and it keeps going. Absolutely. And so when he says that discipline equals freedom, then your freedom starts to happen because you're no longer the prisoner to the soda, to the chocolate. Yeah. Um, and then you also gain time back because you're not doing that. And so going back to my scenario of sitting at a baseball game and I'm surrounded by sunflower seeds, bubble gum, yeah. soda, and then chips, chips and other things. Yeah. If I get rid of all that, then I'm again, more mindful of being at the baseball game and I'm actually enjoying what I'm there to do. Yeah, so. absolutely. Yeah. That, that's probably the, the hardest one to, to tackle, but you know, again, small little, you know, think of it in small micro steps on just one thing, you know, and, the, and build on those small wins, right? One baseball game here, the next baseball game, the next dance, you know, the next cheer thing. And, and now you've got some momentum and that is the practice of discipline. So, yeah. And you hit it very well there, which is our last and final point was to get on a routine or schedule. And so you talked about building momentum there. And I think that's in order to see success, Yeah, you need to get on that momentum thing. So, yep. Yeah. Well, and get on a schedule or routine in the things that you know you can control, right? I feel like many people, we, we don't have control over the hours that we work for the most part. We need to be at work for a pretty set amount of time and we not might, we might not be able to set those hours, but get on a schedule for and a routine for the other things. Uh, you know, everything as small as when do you plan your meals for the week and do that on a regular basis? It's not sexy, but that's the way to success is like, okay, well, I'm going to sit down or me and my wife or me and my family or myself, whomever you're with. And that's my routine. And okay, when, when are you going to the gym? Well, put that on the calendar, just as you know, your work schedule is on your calendar. You got to be at work at 8am. Great. Like, well, I got to be at the gym at 5.15am and just make it non-negotiable or begin to make that non-negotiable and, and, and it builds momentum. All of those little things will just grow and grow and grow, right? It's like building a, a snowball. It just takes one little step. Yeah. And that's been the biggest change for me over the last six months in the committed club. Um, I was a frequent on and off the committed club for probably the first six months or so. And then the last six months I've been able to stay on the committed club and that's because of the routine. Yeah. And so if I know that I'm going to go to a happy hour after work, or if I'm going to go to a baseball game after work, right. Then my chances of working out at 5 15 PM are slim to none. Yep. And I need to work out at 5 15 AM or 6 15 AM. So I make it a ritual to typically my wife and I will sit down on Sunday. Yeah. We'll have dinner and we'll discuss the weekly calendar. And then we do the same. We yeah. talk about, okay, when are you working out? And there's no, well, I'm not working out this week. It's you're going to work out every day or at least plan to. Yeah. And then if you can't work out at 5.15 PM, you need to work out at 5.15 AM yep. and so on and so forth. And I think that's the class schedule now at KCI CrossFit gives us that freedom to do that because we can work out yeah. again, seven days a week uh, at various times. And there's yep. really no excuses. Totally. So there you have it, the five items that you need to get fit to stay active. So the five must-dos is, again, pick your why, have a fitness plan, you need to eat better, practice discipline, and then get on a routine or schedule that will set you up for success. So Nick, any closing comments? 
I think the only thing that I can think through just talking through that list in the, in the past few minutes is that, it, you know, if, if I was listening to this podcast, if I was on the other end of it, it would seem like a lot to, to take in and a lot to do. Pick one of those. Uh, you know, if you're like, man, I'm th- this struck a chord with me, pick one, work on it, practice the discipline in it. You know, that's the good thing. Like you, you're practicing discipline. If you have a, if you're building a fitness plan for the next 30 to 60 days, you're actually practicing discipline. So you're knocking out two of them, but pick one, work on it for the next 30, 60, maybe 90 days and either make tweaks or move on, pick another one and, and make changes and on the next one. So it's, don't overwhelm yourself and try to improve 10 different things at the same time. You'll end up dropping them. Pick one, set a timeline, go with it, make adjustments and, and move on. Yeah. And then tell somebody. So yeah, and the tell, goal yeah. would be is to, you know, to the community is to come in to yeah. work out, tell Nick the tell one me. or two things <laughs> yeah. that you're going to uh, eliminate uh, from your diet and yeah. tell, tell him me. the extra class that you're going to put in that week to help it out. Yeah. One, because I want to know. Two, because I'll help, I'll help hold you accountable. That's so right. let me know. And that's a wrap on episode number two of the Gratitude and Grit podcast. We appreciate Nick breaking that down on what it means to get fit in order to stay active. And thank you to our community for joining us. Please don't forget to subscribe to the Gratitude and Grit podcast and join us every week for a new episode. If we are missing something, then please let us know by sending your questions or comments to podcast at kcicrossfit.com.